Hello, hello everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Ariane the Alchemist. I'm a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a psychosynthesis life coach, and you are currently listening to the 75th episode of the Neptunian Serenity Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be doing a reading, especially for the sign of Sagittarius, Sun, Moon, Rising, and the theme of this reading will be courage. So welcome, my beautiful Sagittarians. I hope you're well. Thank you for being here. I hope you're as excited as I am for this reading. So this is your installment in my series of courage readings. If you don't know how we do things over here at the podcast, every single month I make a series of 12 episodes here on the podcast, one episode for each zodiac sign. And within that episode, we do tarot readings, oracle readings for the signs. And every month you, um, well, we have a different topic to explore within that series of zodiac based readings. Sorry. Um, and these themes are never chosen completely at random because they always have to do with the current zodiac season that we're in, meaning it's in it's a theme, a topic that is strongly associated with the archetype of the sign that the sun is transiting through using tropical astrology at the moment that I am recording this reading. So right now the sun is in Aries, it's Aries season, and courage is very strongly linked with the archetype of Aries, and it's the one that I was feeling guided to intuitively to kind of dive deeper into and explore. So that's the one that I've chosen. These readings are also always for sun, moon, rising, so feel free to check out your other signs to add to these messages in this reading or to personalize your experience even more. So that means that you get up to three monthly readings that are always super in-depth and super awesome if I may say so myself. Um, and so every time it's a bit similar, the concept is a bit similar, my style of course is a bit similar, but every time we have different messages and we also have different themes and topics to explore, so it's always a little bit different. So if you like the vibe here, if you like the way that I read, if you like the concept of the podcast, definitely follow for more, would love to have you. And um, yeah, and we will keep these series ongoing. This is already the sixth series of the kind we're doing on the on the podcast. You can scroll through the the content that's already out. You'll find a bunch of really cool stuff there, and we're not stopping. So follow the podcast if you enjoy that and want to be updated with what I post next. And if you really love the podcast and what I do, you can access. Um, additional content, exclusive additional content by becoming a subscriber. To make to become a subscriber, you only have to uh, follow the link in the description of the episode, and you pay a monthly fee of fifteen Canadian dollars, which is about eleven USD, I believe, and you get up to at least three to four hours of additional content every month. You get to actually be a part of the creative process of that content if you are a subscriber, because you get to make requests on what topics I could or should explore in my next subscriber exclusive content and we often do pick a pause for the subscribers which is not something that we do uh, for the zodiac series that will always remain free by the way uh, i promise that and so we get in that subs- in the in the subscriber content i'm sorry we get to explore themes and questions that are a bit more precise and a bit more original as well so for the airy season subscriber exclusive pick a pile for example I did um, readings all about creation and new beginnings. So we asked questions like, what are you meant to create right now? What is blooming within you? And how can you make more space for your creative self? So if that sounds like something you want to uh, listen to, then you know what to do, as I explained before. But let's focus back on your courage reading because that's why you're here. 
right? So, um, essentially what we're going to be doing today is making space for a spirit to come through and give you a message about courage, whatever it is that you need to hear about this. It might be that spirit wants to um, highlight and applaud how you have been courageous already and where that has gotten you in life. Spirit might want to tell you where, where you will need to be courageous um, in, you know, in, in your life right now and with any upcoming changes. Spirit might want to also just help you redefine your perspective on what courage even means or whether you're a courageous person if such perspe perspective is inaccurate or harmful to you. But um, yeah, that's pretty much, that's the gist, that's the intention. So if that sounds cool and intriguing and you want to find out what Spirit has to tell you about courage, then keep listening because we are going to get into it right now. So let's get into it, shall we? Hope that you are excited and looking forward to this. I am as well. Um, okay, so this is how we're going to proceed. I'm going to start with uh, the one card that I have pre-pulled for you. This is a crystal card from the Mystic Monday's Crystal Grid deck. We're going to start with that. I'm going to reveal um, what it is because I'm only seeing the side of the card where the crystal is illustrated. I don't know which one it is. No, actually, that's not true. When I flipped out of the deck... I did uh, see the name, but I don't know what this crystal represents and the symbolism. So we're going to discover that together and then just pull some more cards, um, both tarot and oracles, um, progressively throughout the reading. So I don't pull all the cards at the beginning. So if you want to see your cards, that is a possibility. Absolutely not mandatory to get the full message or full experience. But if you do want to see them, you can just head over to my Instagram, Neptunian.Serenity, and look through the highlight on my profile called Podcast. Should be in there labeled with the episode number and Sagittarius Courage reading. Okay, but yeah, if you do that, I do suggest that you I that you do so after listening to the reading. Um since you know I think it's part of the experience to get the surprise of what comes through when, since we don't pull all the cards at the beginning. But that's only if you want. Um yeah, for the because essentially, I, I do this because I think it people who listen to... I know like the concept of tarot readings in like a podcast format is a bit new. I haven't really found other people who do so. Um, but I created this podcast and this concept of making tarot readings in a podcast format because it was what I would have wanted. Like I also, of course, watch and listen to tarot readings from other people because I enjoy it. And I'm often listening to them while doing something else. Um either on my phone or just like doing something else like chores or something and I often want to like I wish I could you know I'm on, I'm on YouTube because it's a video and I wish I could close the app or that I could go do something else on my phone and most of the time I sometimes I don't even look up at the cards right or I wish that I didn't have the freaking YouTube ads and that's actually why um, I created this podcast because I was like, oh, what I'm looking for is tarot in a podcast format. So I tried to look for it. I couldn't really find anything. Of course, there's a lot of uh, podcasts that speak of tarot, that talk about tarot. But um, it's almost always episodes where people explore like what tarot means or the archetypes. It's like I couldn't find any podcast where people were doing actual readings. Or it was like a one, one, like a daily pool, like it was like five minutes or something. So I created what I wanted to see, essentially, but I know you may not be used to it if you're into tarot readings, and I also enjoy seeing the cards at least, and sometimes they're very pretty, or just understanding how the, sh the spread is, what the reader is seeing when they're reading, 
Um, so, so when I record these, at the end of the recording, I'll like take a video of the spread on my phone. I put it on my Instagram and it works, of course, but um, recently I just had the idea. I was like, I wish I could just like put all of these videos that I take in like a Google Doc or something and then just link the Google Doc like in the description of each episode. I feel like that would be much easier for both you and me. It would be much more direct. But I tried to do it and then I realized that you cannot add um you can't add videos in Google Docs. I don't know why. That's so infuriating. <laughs> I mean you can like link something that's already up somewhere on the internet, but that's not what I wanted to do, so that was annoying to me. And I didn't want to just take a picture because sometimes there's a lot of cards, it's hard to get all of them in the picture, and you want to zoom in. Anyway, yeah, I didn't want to like I don't want to try to be a photographer and take great pictures so that you can see well. So I don't know. I don't know why I'm telling you all of this, <laughs> by the way, but if you have any other ideas, kind of like the Google Doc, but not the Google Doc that you think would work, um, I would love for you to tell me. Thank you and please. Anyway, um, <laughs> so let's start with your crystal card that I talked about. So let's see which crystal you got oh and by the way when i pulled this card i simply asked where do you need to be most courageous right now it just feels like a good starting point for me for this courage readings i've been doing that for every single sign up until now so the crystal that you have it's a beautiful kind of deep blue and it is sodalite some keywords about sodalite are logic instincts and rationality and the astrological correspondences are oh sagittarius and venus Hello, okay, cool. <laughs> and it says, rational thinking is heightened with the logic stone known to clear mental confusion and enhance an analytical and creative problem solving. For those on the sensitive side of the spectrum, sodalite helps ease anxiety around emotions and calms inclinations toward fight flighty feelings. This stone provides insight into truths that make sense not just logically but also intuitively. It calls you back to your animal instincts, guiding you to trust your bod bodily sensations and the messages your physical self is constantly sending to your brain. Okay, interesting. So this is a stone that focuses a lot on the intellect but also the instinctive side but not from like a spiritual aspect but from a primal perspective a bodily a physical perspective right being connected to your body listening to your body trusting your gut that kind of thing okay that's interesting so it also speaks of easing anxiety so maybe that's something that you struggle with or that you experience a lot um Maybe this is coming through because spirit wants to highlight the fact that you need to be a bit more uh, rational and logical when you're approaching your problems rather than emotional. Not that being emotional is a bad thing, but this could just be coming out to say in your current situation, logic, you should prime logic over, value logic over emotions in this situation. And also going back into your body, listening to your body and finding out all the wisdom that already exists within your body that your body wants to communicate to your brain. But let's actually pull more cards to see what's really going on here. Spirit, 
what do you want to tell Sagittarius about courage? What do you need to be courageous about? Hmm. Interesting. Aha. Uh -huh. So I'm using the Mystic Mondays Tarot, by the way. Oh, I didn't even realize <laughs> we're using the two decks um, from the same creator, right? The Mystic Mondays Crystal Grid deck and the Mystic Mondays Tarot. Um, the other decks that we're going to be using um, later on in the reading today, we have the Moonology Oracle, the Chakra Wisdom Oracle cards, and the Threads of Fate Oracle. So, bottom of the deck, Eight of Swords. Okay, and then you got the High Priestess, first card that came through. Boom, wow. High Priestess, clarified by the star. You have the Ten of Wands, clarified by the world in reverse. The Knight of Cups in reverse, clarified by the Two of Wands in reverse. The Princess of Swords in reverse, clarified by the sun. And the Queen of Cups, clarified by the Ace of Swords. Hmm, this is a really beautiful and very interesting spread. Um, the fact that the High Priestess came out first super strongly and it's at the center of your of your reading here, of your spread, um, tells me this is absolutely about you reconnecting, what? <laughs> reconnecting? <laughs> reconnecting. <laughs> reconnecting with your intuition with your instincts but in a way where you are trusting yourself and understanding that your intuition comes from yourself it's not something that is external to you it's not intuition is not some sort of magical wisdom that's invisible to the human eye and floating in the air that you might have the chance to grasp if your frequency is high enough or some <laughs> or some elitist bullshit like that it's not that at all okay um, and I'm not laughing because I'm making fun of you if you if you have been thinking about intuition as an external thing. Not at all. Okay, that's okay. Um, I was laughing about the way that I was putting it because I was exaggerating, of course. Um, intuition is something that we all possess. Um, of course, some of for some of us, it is naturally stronger. Or it's just something that is more at the forefront of our consciousness. So some of us are more aware of it naturally before we even kind of try to like quote unquote work on it or try to go meet it and to embrace it more. But we all have intuition. Every single human being on the planet has intuition. We are all spiritual beings as just as much as we are physical beings. Okay, it's not just like some people are chosen special spiritual people and some people are not spiritual at all and they only have their 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 dumb little brain and their boring little bodies prisons of flesh whatever else right <laughs> it's not like that at all um we all have all of these sides to ourselves and your intuition is something that is deep within yourself i feel like you have been trying to look outward to find answers that are actually in your intuition that are within you and I'm not sure if that's because the way you've been taught about intuition or what you've been reading on about intuition has led you, was worded in a way that was inaccurate and led you to believe it's something you must chase or acquire or attain or something or 
be worthy of like as if it's a prize and you have to work for it or yeah I don't know because because some of you here I feel like some of you here have been on a quest to like heighten your intuition or be more in touch with your intuition already I feel like you've been looking into that, reading stuff about that, maybe following people on social media that talk about intuition, that kind of thing. Um, and this reading is is coming through because you need to see that you're not going at it the wrong way. Or you're, what? No, you're going at it the wrong way and you're not understanding what intuition really means and that is directly hindering your pursuits of being closer to your intuition. Some others of you here haven't really been doing this kind of um haven't haven't really been on this kind of path of intentionally being like I want to be closer to my intuition or figure out if I have intuition like other people but you are going through some difficult times or you actually or you at least have some dilemmas in your life where you're trying to find the answer to that dilemma or you're trying to make a choice that you're going to be able to own and not regret and you're looking for the answers in all the wrong places because you're looking externally. You're looking outside of yourself, asking other people for their advice or what they would do for what they think is best for you rather than you asking yourself what would be best for yourself because actually there are many parts of you within you that have opinions, that have instincts, that have intuitions, that have, that have knowledge and wisdom about the situation that would help you make your choices that would help you take action that is aligned and authentic with your soul's desires and your own limits and your just the kind of life that you want to have and the kind of person that you want to be right yeah but i definitely think like there's some sort of there's been some sort of unhealthy hierarchy is what I'm getting. Because for some of you, it's like you've been, you've been like, yeah, yeah, I want to be more spiritual and learn. And then you like, you follow people who talk about these things online. You maybe you've even like taken classes or gone to workshops or things like that. But... It's not helping you in the way it's meant to because you are putting those mentors, guides, healers on a pedestal so high that you're making this about hierarchy. You're making this about punishment and reward. You're just making this about a... You're like introducing a power, di a power dynamic, a power imbalance in that relationship that is directly impacting you and impacting hindering your ability to actually connect back to your intuition you're just focusing on a lot of things that don't actually matter and that's making it hard for you to connect back to what actually does matter and that is what is your body telling you what is your heart telling you what does your soul feel, sense, 
intuit or know about this, about this person, about this situation, about this suggestion, about this possibility of traveling or this job or this person whether should we date should we date them should we not should i travel there should i not should i take this new job should i stay right things like that i think you're having these kinds of um dilemmas right now at least one of those or you know a different one that i haven't mentioned i was just giving examples and you know what i'm gonna pull more cards because i'm curious to know um, how you used to make choices I want to know that because clearly this reading is about you getting closer to your intuition so that it helps you make authentic choices right that you're going to be happy about in the long term but obviously you've been alive for some time I mean you know there could be this is a collective reading you could be of many different ages although I do intend this podcast to be for adults um, so no people under 18, hopefully. Um, okay. But what I'm saying is you've been alive for some time. You've been an adult for some time, however long or short. And so you have, you have made choices before. So I want to know how did you make those choices? Um, if they weren't, um, aligned or authentic, or if they just weren't connected with the wisdom of your own body and of your own intuition, I want to know. So I've been pulling cards from the chakra wisdom oracle cards at the bottom of the deck we have facade and reverse very interesting um yes i think choices have always been difficult for you haven't they that's what i'm getting here because i pulled insecurity in reverse the root chakra confusion the crown chakra and on the other side of the spread, destiny, the crown chakra, again, and perseverance in reverse, the sacral chakra. So, yeah, I'm. you're a bit all over the place, I feel, when it comes to the choices that you make. Um, and that's not something to, that's not an insult, that's not a rose, that's not a call out, right? That's okay. It's not something to be ashamed of. I think that you've always been confused about how to go about making choices, making decisions. Obviously, you have made choices in the past because you've been in situations where you had to. So you figured out how to do it, right? You're not like, you're not like Chitty from The Good Place. Um, <laughs> he was so allergic to making choices, he like couldn't make any of them and he would just stay in paralysis. You've had to make choices before and you have done them. But I think that... There's just like an element of like uncertainty. That's not the right word. Hold on, let me look for a word because there's one I'm specifically thinking about. Yeah, there's a, a, a sense of fatigue or weariness. Apathy, boredom, okay. Let's say weariness. There's a sense of, there's a sense of weariness and fatigue here because... I don't think it's anything like the choices you made before were so bad that you regretted them your entire life and you realized that you had doomed yourself. I almost feel like you're very meh. You feel very meh about the choices that you've made in the past. It's like, oh yeah, I chose that path instead of the other one. 
I don't know if it was the right choice. I don't know what I what would have happened if I made the other choice. I'm just here and I, it's alright, it's okay, but whatever. That's really what I'm sensing, and I almost feel like that's worse for you. <laughs> because I feel like you're desperately trying to figure out what is the right decision. I think that you think there's a right and a wrong decision in every choice, in every dilemma, and that's not true, by the way, not, not necessarily. Um, you want, I think that you want things to be very black and white. You wish that you could just know what is the right um what's the word i'm looking for like the right method to make choices what's the strategy to make choices and you wish that you had one that was like foolproof that you could be 100 percent sure that that worked and it was accurate and it gave you good results so that you could trust yourself hmm interesting interesting that i said trust yourself because maybe this is the core of, of this issue here is that you don't trust yourself to make good choices for yourself. And of course, as we said, like there is a way to be connected to one's intuition where we can feel more confident about the choices that we make. Sometimes we do have like a hunch or an, a certain knowing in some situations of like that's the right choice for me and that isn't. It does happen, okay? I'm, as someone who's very close to her intuition, it does happen that there are moments when I'm like 100% sure of my decision because I know deep down I have that knowing. So sometimes it does feel uh, quite clear. So that's not entirely impossible. Um, at the same time, I feel like your goal, your goal of being able to know what you should do all the time when presented with a choice is a goal that is you could never fulfill that goal you did you could never achieve that that's not the point i feel like spirit i feel like spirit wants to spirit has been hearing you you've been I've, i was gonna say pray because that's what i heard in my in my mind you've been praying maybe you have been praying religiously or not but you have been wanting to get out of this pattern of never freaking knowing what the fuck to do when a choice is being presented to you and going for something because you're like, oh, okay, I'll choose this one. Because you, it's almost like you um, just choose at random or something. Every life decision that you've ever made. It's hard for you to take accountability for your choices because you don't have a lot of intention or motivation or, or trust or, or care behind it. Because you're not sure of yourself or you're not sure why that's the right choice and why the other isn't. Okay, this is such a weird reading because this whole like this whole feeling of like fogginess and confusion and awareness I feel like I'm feeling it while doing a reading so it's kind of difficult um but that's okay I've had worse listen once I did a reading for um people who just kept like losing their voice and I kept losing my fucking voice when I was doing the reading and that was so annoying <laughs> Like my throat hurt so much throughout the entire freaking reading and as soon as I stopped it just stopped and I was like, okay <laughs> That was definitely worse, but um, it was a Capricorn reading by the way on the podcast here um, Okay, so let me focus back here. Let's circle back 
I want to read the message of the High Priestess card from the booklet and also the Confusion card afterwards. <clears throat> the High Priestess, intuition, serenity, and divine goddess. A mistress of the subconscious, the High Priestess asks you to listen to your inner voice. She combines serenity, inner knowing, and collective wisdom to guide you toward your intuition. Trust your gut and let it lead you to the right answers. Don't force control. Instead, let situations unfold as they are meant to be. At this time, pay special attention to your dreams as they may carry subliminal messages that can help you in your waking hours. Looking inward rather than outward can provide you with the guidance that you seek. Your imagination is ripe with creativity and flow, free from logic and practicality. Embody the divine feminine that exists inside of you to connect back to the fertile life source in all of us. Trust that your expanding intuition is guiding you to where you need to go. Okay, yeah, pretty straightforward. And let's get to this confusion message. You could be going through some sort of Neptunian transit, like um, transiting Neptune could be on your sun or on your moon or making an opposition, some sort of aspect to one of your like personal planets, which is kind of like inducing this kind of foggy, spiritual, but confusing, sometimes anxious um, energy within yourself. Um, yeah. Okay, confusion. So in this deck, this is the Chakra Wisdom Oracle cards. Um, in this deck, what's fun is every single card has like a little story that goes with it. So the title of the story is Silver Cloud. And the um, affirmation is every silver lining has a cloud. And it says, Jana climbs Faith Mountain in dense fog, wondering whether her decision to leave her boyfriend was the right one. There is another man waiting in the wings. There always is. Silver cloud surround her, surrounds her, and it is cold and scary. Despite her confusion, she keeps climbing. As she reaches the summit, the fog clears, revealing the town far below. With Silver Cloud's help, she has journeyed much farther than she realized. She now knows what to do. She begins the long journey home to reclaim her love. The inspiration is, through the willingness to be in confusion, we find clarity. There is nothing to solve. Meditation and quiet time will bring clarity. The personal inquiry is, can I see confusion as a good thing? Can I learn to let go of needing an immediate outcome? The key ideas are allowing confusion, spiritual support, consequences of actions, finding love. And the keywords are clarity, support, and revelation. Okay, I'm so glad that I read this <laughs> because this is definitely enlightening. This is definitely helping me with a little bit of my own confusion. And you know... It does happen, you know, I am, I have kind of a lot of experience now as a tarot reader. I've been doing um, a lot of tarot readings. I mean, it's only been, what, like three years right now, but I practice so much, I've done hundreds. And um, it is something, doing a tarot reading, it's something that is, you have to accept to be vulnerable and kind of be open to whatever's going to come through because every single time I do a reading, I never know what message is going to come through. I'm never going to know, I'm, I'm never, like, I'll never know 
what's going to come through, how my intuition is going to speak to me during the reading, but it is absolutely essential that I listen to that intuition to be able to interpret the cards correctly. Because even sometimes it's a similar archetype, right? Sometimes I might pull the high priestess in a different um in a different reading but in that reading it means something completely different because for that person in that situation and the way my intuition is telling me that the high priestess is coming through i'm going to interpret it differently right so that's part of the job and it does happen sometimes that while i'm doing a reading i'm like honestly i'm kind of confused i'm not sure where this is going or what to say here and it was like such a key thing for me when i was learning to read tar tarot and becoming trying to trust my own skills and being a tarot reader, that I accepted the potential of discomfort and uncertainty and the unknown and confusion. Because sometimes I would be scared, like, what if I, I read the cards and then, like, I have the cards in front of me and I'm reading for someone and then I don't know what to say. And I feel like that is a fear that happens a lot in, like, newer tarot readers. Um, and I just had to radically be like, you know what? If it happens, it fucking happens. And I'll just say that. Like, I think, honestly, the person I'm going to read for, and of course it held that at the beginning I was mostly reading for my friends and family who know me and have grace for me. But um, I just thought, like, if I'm reading for someone and not really sure what I'm talking about, I feel like they're going to appreciate me being honest with them a lot more than if I try to make some shit up because I'm scared to look incompetent. I'm scared to say I don't know. Or I'm not sure. That was something that I had to just radically accept. And that just that ability to be in the unknown has actually di directly impacted my abilities as a tarot reader because in in the positive way I've gotten so much better because I was able to experiment experiment more, put myself out there more, to practice more, and to also try new things. Let my intuition guide me towards new ways of interpreting the same cards. And that has just made me such a better tarot reader. So much better than if I if I had tried to just be like super rigid with myself about the way that I need to read and the way that I need to be as a tarot reader. I'm not sure why I felt called to share that. If you are trying to start a retarot. I hope this is helpful and feel free to reach out to me if you want some some tips. If you know if you're if I don't know if you like the way that I read and you want to know I would love to um chat with you. Um any other kind of divination as well because it's all about trusting your intuition, right? Even if I don't know it, trusting your intuition the process is often a bit similar. Um yeah and I even, I remember, I even shared at the beginning of the, of the of the episode, like, why I had started this podcast, and I was like, why, I, in my head, I was like, why am I talking about this? Um, I don't know, but hey, we're having fun here. But yeah, to go back to your cards here, this confusion card is definitely telling us that the key to getting in touch with your intuition is just to accept the confusion because for some reason you're very uncomfortable in this uncertainty in this kind of void space right when you're not really sure what to do when you're not sure how you're feeling what you're thinking when you're not sure whether you're making the right choice or what is the right path or who you are or who you want to be that kind of thing 
And I feel like in the past when you would make choices, you would either let people pressure you, like if people were like, quick, you have to choose quickly, but it was just some sort of fear mongering or scarcity mindset thing. Or you know when like, oh, like there's so much of this in capitalism that's really annoying to me. Like, oh my God, the, the, there are so many freaking marketing strategies that are just fucking up people's nervous systems because that might bring the person who owns a business more money and that just pisses me the fuck off. But anyway, um, I do think healthy marketing does exist though. Um, but it's kind of revolutionary. It's so much of it is about manipulating people, putting them on the spot, stressing them out. And people fall prey to it when they don't trust themselves, when they don't know themselves, when they don't know any better. You know, when like you're shopping online, I mean, if you're shopping in real life, of course it happens to have like pushy salespeople. But when you know when you're shopping online and there's like a freaking sale, sometimes it's not even a freak a real sale. Like they will tell you it's on sale just to like make you be- make your brain believe that you're gonna save money if you buy it now. But you know, sometimes like they have like an actual like countdown, like moving countdown the freaking page while you're trying to shop, and that's just constantly moving, and that's constantly bothering you, and it's often like almost near the end, so that it's stressing you out to be like. It's trying to push you to like be like, oh, oh, okay, fine, I'll buy it, I'll buy it. Oh my god, that pisses me off so fucking much. I'm like, mm. I just hate every single business that does that because that is so unethical to just fuck with people's nervous systems like that for what? Just so that you can sell another like twenty dollars plastic bullshit thing. I'm sorry, I can't. Um, and if you have a business and you do that, please reconsider. Um, it's actually, you can actually make a lot more money and a lot more ethical money in the long run when you cultivate a safe space where people feel, um, safe and empowered to spend their money rather than something that they have to give away or that you have to fight for, for them to give to you or anything like that. Okay. But, um, yeah, (laughs) I keep going on tangents in this reading. What is happening? (laughs) But essentially, yes, I think that in your life, you have made choices sometimes because people were trying to be like, making you believe that you have to choose quickly. Like you were trying to, I don't know, decide between two jobs and then someone around you, like you're asking for advice for someone around you and then they're saying like, well, you have to call by quickly, otherwise they're going to choose someone else. And they're like, oh my God, you're right. Even though your intuition knew better or something like that, you were just false dilemmas, false urgency. I think that you have made a lot of choices kind of compulsively out of the need to just do something and get things going because allowing yourself to feel your confusion felt very unsafe and difficult and challenging and just scary. But honestly, there is, it's okay to feel scared. There's nothing actually unsafe in this confusion space. I think that you also, okay, it was 33-33 on the recording time when I'm when I started saying that. Because of the destiny card, I feel like and you have made choices when you were being convinced that this was for your highest good for, from someone else or this was meant to be. So if you are in the spiritual community, um, I'm sorry because I'm sure this has happened to you at least once. A lot of people in the spiritual community do marketing where they say like, if this has found you, it's meant for you and it's like a $5,000 retreat. And, you know, it's okay to sell something at high price points. But I'm just saying, like, some a lot of people will, like, add to their marketing, like, 
this was meant to be, this is a sign, like, you should get it, especially, like, in the last few years with TikTok and everything, and, like, astrology and tarot kind of, like, booming, so many brands and corporations are, like, using this kind of lingo in their marketing, and that's just really annoying to me, because it's, like, it's not meant to be, you just hope it's meant to be, because you want to make more money, anyway, so this may, you, you may have kind of believed that in the past, or, um, Maybe it wasn't like from brands or marketing, but from people around you, like you're in a relationship and you don't know if you feel good in this relationship. And then your mother is like, but you're meant to be because your mother thinks that you're meant to be. But then you're like, oh yeah, you're right. But that wasn't what your intuition was telling you, right? Mm -hmm. I do want to read the message of this destiny card as well. I think that's really the key for you. To learn to be, just to learn to be more in touch with your own intuition so that you can express yourself, take action, and make choices that are aligned with your true soul's desires and purpose. It's to allow yourself to sit with your, sit with yourself even, even when you're confused and when you're unsure. Okay, this destiny card, black and white, together we are stronger than alone. The legend goes... Black and white are in heaven, waiting to go back to earth yet again to complete their work. When they meet and fall in love, they learn that they will not be together on earth. In previous lives, their love was ill-fated. They appealed to the council of great spirits, who turned down their request to be together. But the great serpent appears and grants their wish. Together, they accomplish greater things than they could have done alone. The inspiration is take a risk, dare to have your life to the way you decide. Are you willing to make sacrifices to have what you desire? The personal inquiry is what tools do I need to form my own destiny? Am I ready for my destiny? The key ideas are true love, taking a stand, positive omen, radical thinking, deep satisfaction, and ability to change. And the keywords are love, pathway, and faith. Yes, you could be a romantic for sure. Um... And you do want to be careful uh, and cautious about what, how caught up you get in with the idea of soulmates or maybe even twin flames, which can be even more complicated. Um, please don't let people convince you or, or cultural social norms convince you that you have to date someone else to be complete or to be fully at your most fulfilled or at your happiest or at your most aligned or to start doing your soul purpose or something. You, you're not like a pair with somebody else. You are you and you are complete on your own. You are one individual. You are connected to everyone in the entire world, to every being, to every piece of nature because you are human and you are alive and you have a soul. You're not like bound to one other person who is like your opposite, who is completing you. That's bullshit. Respectfully, lovingly, that's bullshit. And please be careful. Please try to think critically about whether or not you deep down kind of believe that. Or kind of waiting for the right person to come through and save you or tell you what to do. Because I think that your, your deep discomfort with uncertainty and confusion makes you very vulnerable to predatorial thinking or to people or for people to abuse their authority in direct your life, control you or control your life. 
Because when you're not sure what to do or what to say or what direction to go for, what choice to make, when you have someone around you who feels that you trust, that you see as smart and competent and capable, who is super confident and tells you you should do this, you will do it. And that does make you vulnerable to abusive relationships and things like cults. And I'm sorry, I know that's very dark. And of course, if this, if this has happened, happened to you, I'm really sorry. Um, I'm not saying it was your fault. I'm just saying you have the power to trust yourself more so that you are less vulnerable to that in the future. Even, even if this hasn't happened to you, this is something you need to be aware of. And hopefully something that will encourage you even more to um, learn to be comfortable in this discomfort. Let's, so let's pull some more cards. I want to ask, what are some ways that you here, Sagittarius, can learn to be okay in the uncertainty, to feel safe in the uncertainty? How can Sagittarius feel safe sitting with uncertainty? bottom of the deck we have blue moon believe in the impossible yes i do think that you get caught up in a lot of false dilemmas as well like i talked a lot about dilemmas but the thing is and i also mentioned the fact that sometimes you that i think you think a lot of the time when you're confronted to a choice there's one one right choice and one wrong one and that's often actually not the case it's more complex and nuanced than that and also, a lot of the time, you actually have more than two choices. There's, there are other options you need to see beyond that. So I think that's what this Believe in the Impossible card is telling you. Especially when you're in situations where you feel like you have to choose between two, situ two options that are both like not ideal and not really what you want. There's probably a way to go on the path of what you truly want in that situation. You just don't see it. You have to create it and believe in it. And let your intuition speak to you because it will give you guidance and some sometimes act, actual instructions on what to do or what to follow or how to um, take action so that you create a third choice for yourself, right? But the cards that I pulled, we have the Newman and Taurus. Prosperity is... No, prosperity lies ahead. Sorry, it was, it was in reverse. I didn't read properly. Prosperity lies ahead. We have the new moon in Aquarius. Bring love into the situation. We have the new moon eclipse. Expect powerful changes. Powerful change in reverse. And we have full moon in Capricorn. The end of a tough cycle approaches. Okay. So with this full moon in Capricorn card, the end of a tough cycle approaches... I definitely feel like something that's going to help you with sitting in this the uncomfortable uncertainty is to realize and understand that if you are in a bad situation or in an unhappy cycle of your life, listening to listening to your intuition and sitting with the discomfort of that uncertainty is going to bring you the clarity that you need to actually get out of that. So, you know, when you are, for example, in a job that you hate and you're like, you know, what you know, what you're aware of is that you hate it, that, I don't know, it makes you very tired, it makes you grumpy, it makes you unhappy, you feel unfulfilled, right? Um, 
you feel overwhelmed perhaps you feel burnt out okay you're aware of all of that that's great but then whenever you think about leaving or going for something else that's scary where you're like well what what would i do how would i do that what are my other options and so you end up doing nothing but the thing is once you sit with yourself and meditate and go within in that kind of void space to hear the tiny whispers of your soul and your intuition and what your body needs what your soul needs what your heart wants and how to go for it that's how you can put an end to this tough cycle okay also something else with this new one eclipse in reverse with expect powerful change i feel like I feel like you're scared of your intuition because you think it's much bigger than what it really is. And let me explain what I mean here. I think that you think that every time you're going to hear your intuition speak to you, it's going to be like a life-shattering moment. And it's going to be huge changes or a huge 180 of your entire life perspective. And Jesus, like... I feel tired just thinking about it. I'm like, oh my God, that would be terrible. Like, that's way too much. No. And honestly, that's not, the, that's not the case. Sometimes my intuition is just going to the restaurant and while looking at the menu, I'm hesitating between different things on the menu and my intuition is like, you know what? You do want this the spaghetti instead of the pizza. Get the spaghetti. And I get the spaghetti and I'm like, hell yes. That's exactly what I wanted. Thank you, intuition. Sometimes intuition is for small things like that, I promise. <laughs> um, and your intuition is going to work in its own way, right? But it, it, it's not going to be like a super intense, life-changing revelation every time your intuition speaks to you or every time you meditate. That could also be something that you were led to believe because of some spiritual people that you that you follow who try to like make it look like they... I don't know, they're all, they're like on a different planet, they're on like a different dimension, they have cracked the code of the entire system, they have gone out of the matrix of the world, they understand everything, they are on a level and a frequency that you cannot relate to because they are so high and their intuition is so strong and it's like, okay, we love that for them and they are still humans. Like they're not that far away from any of us, even mentally, spiritually, metaphorically speaking right and if they think that they figured everything out and they've gone out of the matrix matrix and no one else has um that's their ego speaking which is a very human thing right so yeah i feel like you follow too many people who make spirituality some sort of like huge spectacle or who just exaggerate everything because it looks awesome. So I just, I don't know what's up with that, but you may not be following people who are truly aligned with their own intuition or your best intentions because they're a lot more focused on, on selling and making a lot of money than just serving the world or genuinely helping people. Um, and maybe you follow them because you find them impressive and you're like, oh my God, I wish I was like them. But that's exactly it. They capitalize on that feeling that you don't feel good enough and you put them on a pedestal and above yourself to um, make a living. And that's not what you want. You want a mentor or a guide who do inspire you but that you see as just regular human beings and you understand that they're equal to you. 
they just have like certain experiences, certain wisdom, certain um, skills that they've learned that maybe you don't have just because of time, dedication, and also just because it, every, we all have our own unique wisdom. So their wisdom is different from your wisdom and you gain from that when you follow them or when you buy their services. But they're not like a freaking guru. That's important. And I do think that I'm I'm like that. So feel free to follow me if you want to. Um, if you like the vibe. <laughs> um, yeah. So of course, if you expect something huge every time you listen to your intuition or every time you meditate, that will kind of make you scared of it. But it's really not always like that. I actually made a post on Instagram recently when I was where I said, um, amongst many other things, I said like, spirituality is meant to enhance our day to day lives, not like, it's it's meant to enhance the en- enhance the mundane aspects of our lives, not to bypass them or reject them. It's really just meant to enhance our human physical life. It's not meant to replace it. Like, as human beings, we have to do all kinds of weird little tasks and weird little chores that are strange and annoying and mundane. Like, cooking all the fucking time. Just going somewhere to buy something, to get something, to get the paper. We all have to do those things. We all have to go grocery shopping. Even those of us that are, like, connected to the star seeds of the 13th dimension or something have to do that. And that's okay. We are all humans right (laughs) um yeah what else here i want to read from this bring love into the situation card with the new moon in aquarius maybe i mean i did say earlier that maybe you have some sort of like punishment and reward um approach when it comes to your intuition and meditation that is very just um unhelpful and maybe that's that needs to change but let's read from the booklet aquarius is all about progress and modern modern what modernity i think is how it's pronounced right being modern so this is the time to move forwards the new moon in aquarius card means no looking back change is on its way and it could come quickly Whether you get the change you want depends both on whether you believe you can have it and how much you're relying on others to bring it to you. This card comes with the suggestion that you may need to do things independently on your own, but be loving, not too pragmatic. Time may be of the essence when this card comes up. Aquarius energy has an an electric feel to it. I'm sorry. Certainly, there is a sense that you need to let go of the past and move towards your future as soon as possible. Explore the idea that it's not what you know, but whom you know. Additional meanings for this card. You need to be more detached from this situation. Thinking outside the box will bring the solution. More pragmatism is called for. And then prove your karma by doing some charitable work. Interesting. Yeah, and I I love that it says pragmatism is called for because that's what we had in your sodalite. Uh, a crystal card at the very beginning, right? Being pragmatic, being logical as well. And it's okay to be logical and intuitive, right? Um, and the fact that it says improve your karma by doing some charitable work. And the fact that this card is clarified by the, the a Taurus card that says prosperity lies ahead. If you've been following these kinds of spiritual gurus and, you know, I'm, I'm imagining some types of people because we've all seen it in the spiritual community. 
who themselves focus more on manifesting money and making money and being abundant than anything else um you might have adopted a bit of a similar mindset which that's okay but um it's not serving you it's not serving other people and if you've been trying to do the same sell things for a high amount of money or something like that um yeah, if you're trying to like sell services or something, try to actually be of service. Try to like give away a free session or, uh, you know, it could be like a giveaway. It could be that someone comes to you and they're like, I really want to see you, but I don't have money. Offer them a free session or offer, offer them a freebie and something that's genuinely valuable, not just something that's like a sales call or something. But, um, yeah, just be of service, help your community, give back, even if you don't have a lot of money, um, that could help you, it could help your business, it could just help your own, and obviously we're not doing, don't do that just because you're like, I want to be a better person that's going to help my camera, but just because it feels good to be of service to the world, it's very nourishing to the soul, and it's okay to not always be focused on money, I actually, you know, when I do this work here, it's it's a business, yes. And as you can see, I do a lot of free content that is, has a lot, is very high value. And I do try to sell one-on-one, well, I do sell some one-on-one sessions. Um, but I actually have a thing where I do, um, I do one free session per month for someone. So it's kind of like an ongoing giveaway. I have like a link in my link tree on my Instagram where people can kind of sign in and just leave their name and their, their email. And every month on the, on the new moon, I pull like a winner and they get like a, a free one-on-one session with me. It's something that I usually sell for like $120. And I, every month I do one free session. And it's just, it's really fun for me because sometimes for the whole month, I don't have any other clients and I love what I do. So first of all, I get, I get to do what I do more and I get to help people and meet with people um, who sometimes don't have the money to pay for a paid session, but you know, they give back in different ways. And it's nourishing for both of us to have this experience. And I know that in the end, it will help my business financially as well. So it's something that does matter to me. Um, yeah, um, but even if you're not doing this kind of thing, if you don't have like products or services that you sell, um, look into charity work, look into volunteering where you live. That could be something that is nourishing for you. The last thing we are doing here is getting you some cards from the Threads of Fate Oracle, which are a message from your inner warrior, because this is a courage reading, right? <laughs> so you will need courage to continue on this path, but you can do it, and I hope this reading has been encouraging you and helping you see that you are strong enough to do this and how you can do this and helping you see clearly bottom of the deck we have boundaries in reverse but the two cards that we pulled we have shadow in reverse and we have the warrior so okay very on brand um <laughs> let's start with that card the warrior i'm going to read from the booklet for these Pulling the warrior card indicates a need for strong fire energy and internal power. The warrior is a call to action as opposed to just a state of mind. It asks you to examine not just oppressive people in your life, but also the larger systems within the world and then get to work. The warrior is not about complacency and identifying where you need to stand up more. You may make those around you feel uncomfortable and defensive, but you must continue forward. 
The warrior can have a cutting message. It is saying, I see what you are doing, but what else can I can you do? Warrior sacrifices parts of themselves for humanity at large. The balanced warrior fights to create positive change, but may go about it in questionable ways. They are strong and resilient and do not have fear when they go up against oppressors and injustice. When the warrior is unbalanced, they can be very inflammatory and hyper-aggressive. They can push those away that may be of use to them and easily bypass things that are good for them. They don't understand the concept of pick your battles and react with equal intensity no matter how big or small the issue is. Okay, so obviously you're meant to tap into the balanced warrior. Maybe you have been a bit of an unbalanced warrior recently. Time to go back to the light. And then the shadow card. The fact there isn't like a different interpretation in this in this booklet for like reversal cards, which is kind of like a pity. Not a pity, but it's kind of like a shame. Um, but that's okay. But I feel like the fact that it's in reverse just once again expresses that you have been trying to avoid this part of yourself. Um, but let's see what it says. This card indicates that diving deeper into your shadow at this time will be beneficial. It is through knowing our unconscious self that we find the root of our blocks, perceived limitations, and wounds. It is also how we come to know ourselves in our, to in our totality. We cannot reach our true potential without meeting our shadow and working with the parts of ourselves that we have been told to lock away or be ashamed of. This includes brilliant aspects of ourselves too, not just perceived flaws. The truth is, your shadow is your greatest gift. Okay, so I hope that this was helpful, my loves, because this is where I'm going to um, end your reading. I hope, I love how that last card was also reminiscent of some other themes that we have uh, mentioned before. So it was just a bunch of confirmations. Um, but yeah, I hope that you enjoy your reading, Sagittarius, my loves. I hope that this was helpful and insightful. If it was, you can let me know by giving the podcast a five stars review. That really helps me out. And it also helps more people find the podcast. If you think these readings would be uh, helpful to more people and enjoyed by many more, feel free to share this podcast with the people that you know might enjoy this um, these readings. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and also... Um, you can let me know that you enjoy this and whether it resonated by answering the, I think there's a, like an automated Spotify question that asks you what you thought of this episode and you can comment down there. I would love to interact with you and know that you're here and whether this resonates or not. Um, but yeah, it was, I had a lot of fun doing this reading. If you would like to book a one-on-one -on -one session with me, I'll come this even further. I would love to have you. Check out all the links in the description of the of the episode for what I'm going to mention, the one-on-one -on -one sessions and everything else. You're going to be able to see uh, what I'm currently offering and how to book. If you would like to become a subscriber, access exclusive content, as I explained earlier, then um, check out the link down below as well. If you want to see your cards, head over to my Instagram, as instructed earlier. If you would like to thank me or support me monetarily, but as a one-off rather than a monthly basis, then you can tip me. And if you, you can follow me on here, follow the podcast for more, of course, check out your other signs for more. And yeah, if you're, if you just love what I do, I have a bunch of content up already and I'm sure that you haven't listened to all of that. So check it out. And to get even more from me, follow me on Instagram. Would love to have you in ready. Instagram is kind of where I'm like most, um, active. I mean, I post a lot here, but it's just like these long form readings, right? Instagram, you get like more of my day-to-day -day life or my day-to-day -day thoughts. 
Um, and it's easier for us to, to speak to each other. And I do, I do do readings and post about astrology as they're over there as well. And you can also subscribe to me on YouTube, but, um, yeah, I think I said everything I wanted to say. So thank you so much for being here. Hope you enjoyed once again, please take care of yourself and, um, yeah, I'm sending you so much love and I'll see you next time. Bye.